Hello and welcome to The Long and Short of It, the podcast where we discuss each of the games on Metacritic's Top 100 list. Now you can find us on iTunes, Spotify and all the other usual podcast services. And if you want to access a video version of the podcast, you can do it on the YouTube channel The Subtext. That's T-H-E-S-U-B-T-E-X-T. Now this is a bit of a different episode today. We're going to do a bit of um an extra episode where we're going to kind of review the process so far. Um, so, to begin with, how are you? And who are you? Uh, I'm Lawrence. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm not too bad. Thanks. Just been out for a walk, which was, uh, which was all right. What about you? Yeah, um, I'm Dan, just because <laughs> I neglected to say that. Um, yeah, this morning I've been kind of doing some preparation for later episodes so what I've been doing is plugging in my Xbox 360 to my TV rearranging things a bit and I also had to log into Xbox Live on my 360 which was painful because I don't know what my password was but I couldn't remember it I've had a nightmare <laughs> with that in the past I when, when we were at uni because um, I bought my 360 with me to uni and I had my my gamer tag back then which was my original gamer tag it was autograph toast and then at some point i got rid of my xbox and i just didn't use it anymore and then when i got an xbox one again about a year or two ago i couldn't remember the email address or any of the phone numbers that i had associated with that account and after searching loads i managed to remember the email address but i couldn't remember any of the passwords any of the phone numbers or anything else linked with that um, with that Xbox Microsoft account, so I, I just can't access it, so I had to make a new one. Oh. So rest in peace, Autograph Toast. He's still uh, he's still on there. I can look on the profile, but I just can't access it anymore, which is a shame because I put loads of hours into my old Xbox, and like the amount the gamer score on there was relatively decent, I think. But oh, such is life. Yeah, I remember you using that autograph as your. With that sign in as your um, as your sign in from university, I had the same issue when I when I replugged in my PS3 and wanted to access the PlayStation Network on there. Um, what you have to do is you have to go onto Sony's website and enable the device, and if you then it gives you a code, and then you have to keep inputting that code, uh, otherwise you'll get logged out basically. So what I did was I had to uh, save my login details onto the PS3, which I don't necessarily like doing, but um, now it's just kind of always logged in, yeah. which is good. But it's it, I just find it baffling that these huge companies can't find a more smooth way to access their older consoles. Yeah, it sucks, but you never know. It might change with the, um, with the Xbox Series X and uh, the PS5. Probably not, but I you never so. know. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I just think in terms of the networks of all the major console makers, they've all got their flaws. They're all a bit clunky at times. So hopefully some of that stuff will get uh, smoothed out over the years. Okay, so we've been making some changes to the list. So originally the the top 100, if you, if you look on Metacritic's site, the top 100 contains a number of duplicates so for example you might have grand theft auto 4 
on the PlayStation 3, on the Xbox 360, maybe... I don't know if there's a PC version. Yeah, there but, was. But um, there was a PC version. So all of those are represented on the list as different entries. Now, obviously, when you're doing a top 100 podcast for uh, Metacritic, you don't want to do duplicates. So what we've now done is we've decided to take those duplicates out so that every single entry in our top 100 podcast will be unique games. I think this is the sensible way to go, and it means we get to cover more and more interesting games. Um, So I know that you've gone through and you've corrected some of our previous uh, numbering from previous episodes. So do you want to give some information about that? Yeah, a lot of the games um, have moved up in terms of their place on the list. Because I think when when I originally went through to check where everything was how many duplicates there were of each game i think overall there were about about 60 or something like that that were duplicates um like you had gta 5 on there four or five times uh gta yeah, i thought it was GTA 29 5. oh was it 29 yeah i thought yeah, it was 29 in total but yeah i mean gta 5 was on there about four or five times um so yeah we've we've moved things around so i've double checked the original score that we said on each of the previous episodes um what they were and what they are now that we've come up with the final list that we're working to so gta 4 when we originally did that our first episode we said that was number three on the list that hasn't moved so that is still rated number three in the top 100 we then move over to grim fandango which at the time of recording before we changed anything was 96 on the list now we've removed all the duplicates that's actually number 68 on the list which i now will shock dan uh (laughs) your favorite game that we've covered yeah that's gone up a lot hasn't it it has that's the biggest jump i think um from there, you've got Halo Combat Evolved. So Halo 1, which we originally said was number 21, but actually comes in at number 15. Right. MGS 2, one. we originally said was number 42 on the list. That comes in at number 31. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, um, we originally said was number 14, but now breaches the top 10, coming in at number 10. Wow. Final Fantasy IX, which has also got another substantial jump, was originally number 68 when we did the episode, but it is actually sitting at number 48. Batman Arkham City, we originally said was number 32 on the list, now coming in at number 23. And then our most recent episode at time of recording was Goldeneye. That was number 27 on the list when we originally um, did it, and it actually comes in at number 19. So I think... We should also chuck in the episode that we recorded last week because that's that's in, um, that's uh, that's accurate. Oh, is it? Oh, that's good. Okay, so you can you can listen out for that one. This is you're probably going to hear that one before this one. So yeah, it will be it will be before this one. I mean, if if anyone's listened to our Golden Eye episode, they already know it's the Last of Us. Um, yes, but I've indeed. Where where is that on? I, I don't know, but you, you'll hear where that comes if you listen to it's the like episode. It's like 50, 50-something, 50 wasn't it? Something around um, there. Yeah, I've got the list in front of me. Number 41. 41, right. Yeah, so we're all square now in terms of where the list's sitting. But as well as that, because we've, you know, we, we've updated the list a bit and taken out all the copies, it means games that we were originally gutted weren't in the top 100 are now well in. Like, we've we, yeah. we had a moan that Persona 5 being added to the list actually took MGS3 off. 
Um, whereas now MGS3 and MGS4 are safely in the top 100, and I don't think they'll be going anywhere. So we're uh, we're still covered there. Yeah, and also MGS4, and uh, <laughs> you mentioned Persona 5. We've also got Persona 4 in there as well. Yes. So I mean, two massive, massive RPGs. If I look at the list, I said Grim Fandango is number 96 when we originally did the list, didn't I? So yeah. if we... Uh, so yeah when we started recording um mgs3 was at number 100 now we've taken all the duplicates out mgs3 sits at number 72 so there's quite a lot of games that have been added into this list now that we get together which is cool yeah some huge emissions that are now part of the list which things like super mario 64 Yeah. yeah it's a big one uh, Mario 3D World, that's on there as well. Minecraft. Um, <laughs> Mine, wow. Yeah, that's, that's a big one. Uh, yeah, the so there's, there's a bunch well. of huge games that we're looking forward to playing. Now, hopefully we've explained that clearly enough, but what we will be doing is uh, releasing a list of the top 100 as well, so you can follow along with us. When our and uh, hopefully up. you can make sense. Yeah, yeah when, when our Twitter's back up. Um, so hopefully you can make sense of the list uh, that we have. We are now sticking to. Uh, okay, so we got through that quite quickly. Um, so, how are you feeling about doing the the game so far? And what are some general thoughts that you've had based on following the Metacritic list and kind of doing discussions on each of these games? It's it's interesting. I mean, when when we originally discussed doing this podcast, because I I was originally for for people who don't know, I did a podcast years ago which I enjoyed doing and I was looking for another topic and I originally did did I did I originally speak to you about the film idea for the podcast no never heard that so originally I was thinking of doing reviews of the top 250 on IMDb but I thought that might be a little bit too easy so with the gaming because I don't really play games anymore, I really wanted to kind of get back into that. And I thought that obviously with your background as well and the fact that we used to play a lot of games together, you'd be the perfect person to come into this format with. And yeah. since since we've been doing this, I've played... Um, how many new games have I played? I've, mm, I've not really played any new games as of yet. <laughs> um, the, the, the only one that stands out that I haven't played much of was Grim Fandango. Um, but, I mean, I'd completed a majority of these games before we we started. And I know that with us starting the podcast where we did, we wanted to get some pretty big games out there to, you know, to get through the gate. And the more that we're moving forward, we are now starting to come across games that maybe I've not played before or you've not played before. And I've said at the end of most podcasts that I think that this list is relatively flawed because there are games that are as high as they are, which I don't think they should be, and games that are very low, which I think should be higher, and even games that aren't even in this list. Um, But I mean, overall, I'm enjoying it. It's given me an excuse to go back to old games I haven't played for a while, experience new games, go back to games I love, games I don't love as much, and... I'm I'm having a really good time with it, and plus it's a really nice creative outlet. I mean, wh- where where do you sit on that 
on that fence. Are you? Uh... Yeah, I think um, I think so far we've played a lot of games that we've already played because it's easier to start with what you know, yeah. isn't it? Um, I think obviously we're going to get to those games that we've neither of us have had contact with, and there are a few on here, especially with the expanded list that neither of us have had contact with. Um, I've played a lot of these games in the past. I th- I didn't think I'd ever play a lot of these games again. Um, for example, Last of yeah. Us, I did not intend to play that game again. Uh, there's there's a game that we're doing in the coming weeks, which I had no intention to ever play again. Not because I didn't nece- not because I necessarily dislike these games, but just because sometimes you complete a game and and, and that's it. You feel like you're done with it. You've played it quite thoroughly and you feel like there's no real reason to go back to it are you um are you talking about the game that we're both currently playing yes i think you can mention it because this will come out after that. yeah i mean it'll probably be out by well if if not out it will be announced at the very least by that point which is a red dead redemption indeed um so i i had no real intention i played it very thoroughly when i when it first came out Mm. and i didn't really have any intentions to go back to it um i think it's a good game I mean, I'm not going to go into too much detail about my thoughts on it. I always thought it was a good game, um, but I just felt no real reason to go back and play it through again. But having now started playing it again, I'm enjoying it. So it is a nice excuse to go back and play these games, um, to play games that you probably never thought you'd play again. And what I find is the nostalgia hit that you get from playing some of these games is massive. I would never have gone back and played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 again had it not come up on this list. And I had a huge um, nostalgia rush when I played that one. So it's really nice in that way that, that we're getting these these getting to relive really these games that we played many years ago. Now, I've, I've said on the podcast before that the Nintendo 64 is my favourite console, but I was thinking about this yesterday. Even though the Nintendo 64 is probably my favourite console, my favourite era is probably the following generation, which is Sixth very gen. well represented on this. Yeah, which is very well represented on this list, which is your your Xbox, your GameCube and your PS2 um, and era games. And Dreamcast. I play. Yeah, and Dreamcast. Dreamcast was a bit in between. I never played the it was kind of to be fair. It came out after the Nintendo 64 and it came out before the PS2. There's one or and two in terms of... on this list, aren't there? Dreamcast games. Yeah, I've got, I've got Jet Dreamcast. Set, Jet um, Set Radio, I think. There's also... There's uh, Virtua Fighter. Virtua Fighter 4. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that because that was the, the game that I got with my PS2 when I originally got my PS2. So that was the first PS2 game I ever played. Now, to me, because I've got a Dreamcast and I've got um, I've got some games on there. And I actually really like the Dreamcast. I think it was a really solid console. But I, I'm more liking it with the generation before, even though technically yeah. it wasn't. Saturn was, wasn't than... it? But they just released it a bit earlier. Yeah. And and, the, and I suppose the reason for that is because the games that you got on the Dreamcast tended to be the ones that you got from the generation before yeah. with kind of better graphics. Um, you didn't get all those suites of PS2, GameCube, and Xbox games on the Dreamcast. Uh, in fact, you got some ports of Dreamcast games on the Xbox, for example, or on the GameCube. Um, yes. Sonic Adventure so, 2. Yeah, Sonic Adventure 2. You got um, Shenmue 2 on the Xbox. 
Yeah. So I, I really like the Dreamcast, and uh, I think it's a really solid console. But when I got a PS2, I was... Um, I don't remember how old I was. I, I must have been either just before a teenager or a teenager. And uh, I just used to buy games, sell them, buy more games, sell them. I think probably I've never got through so many games as I did on the PS2. I just used to constantly buy and sell games and work through all these games. And um, playing Red Dead Redemption, I was thinking about Red Dead Revolver, which I played back at the time, which again made me think about Gun, which was the Neversoft cowboy game. And it just made me think about that era. And I was talking to you about Time Splitters yesterday. Mm. I thought that era was so, so good. And it's really well represented on this list. So I'm I'm kind of getting um, um, big hits of nostalgia doing this list, which is really nice. Uh, a feeling, feelings that I never thought I'd have again, which is which is good. Um, I agree with you. I think it's a flawed list. I think what I would say is it's more like a popularity list yeah. than a critical list. Which you can always uh, say kind just of how by I looking at number it. one. Ocarina yeah. of Time. You know, I, I know you've got very um, particular views about Ocarina being whether it's the best game of all time and whether or not it's the best Zelda game of all time. And it's one of those games you see it at the top of a lot of lists and it'll be interesting when we get to that episode. My voice just massively broke then. <laughs> um, but see, I, I, it doesn't, it doesn't really bother me that Zelda's at the top of the list because to be quite honest, I think it should have been in terms, if, if, if we're judging this, I mean, this is what we always struggle with. What What's the criteria for this list? Mm. If we're judging these games based on the influence they had on other games, for me, at the very top of that list, it would have been one or two, one of two games, and it would have either been Ocarina of Time or Super Mario 64, because yeah. in terms of 3D gaming, they were the pioneers of 3D gaming uh, on console. So... I, I don't think we can discard the, the influence that oh, Ocarina no. of Time had. Definitely not. It'll be an interesting episode when we do that, though. And, and and yeah, and it's not it's not my favourite game ever, and it's not my favourite Zelda game ever. And, I mean, it's not even... It, it, it might be... It's not even one or two. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it's going to be an interesting one. But it doesn't really bother me that it's at the top... I think it probably deserves its place there in the same way that I said that GoldenEye deserves its place on the list, but it's not necessarily one of my favourite games or favourite James Bond game even. Mm. It's, it's, I mean, it's the criteria that you judge by. My favourite games of all time list is going to be very different from the top 100, which I think are the most influential. Um, also, like I say, a hint of popularity. I mean, every single uh, Rockstar game for the last couple of decades is represented with the exception of their more niche titles yeah so you you've got um you're you're missing things like um like obviously the the original red dead revolver which i don't think deserves to be there but you're also missing things like manhunt which is the game that probably people were afraid to put on anywhere on these lists the warriors as well in terms of the reviews yeah the warriors as well which is also really highly regarded and and the game that they originally got their current engine from um is it called rockstar table tennis or something table tennis yeah and you know there's a lot of people that love that game as well never played it a lot of people <laughs> that say good things about it but yeah that was the originator of their their current engine 
I mean, I don't know. They might, they must be using a new engine now for Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm guessing. Um, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think they might have optimized their their current engine for Red Dead Redemption Two, but I'm not sure. We'll look into that when we do RDR Two. Yeah, um, I, I just I just think there's so it, it's head and tails. Oh, head and shoulders. <laughs> head and shoulders better than um, the, the other stuff that Rockstar's released. So. I imagine that it's a it's a massively overhauled engine at the very least. I think that might be it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to doing that one. I mean, with Red Dead Redemption being, you know, by the time this comes out, we'll have we'll have done Red Dead Redemption. I'm I'm really really looking forward to going back to number two again. I'm um I'm interested to discuss because um, we said are we going to do these episodes every ten episodes or are we going to kind of just do them sporadically? I mean, I, I'd say we'll, we'll aim to do them every ten episodes, but obviously we'll see what's what's going on at the time. Okay. So yeah, maybe maybe it's between ten episodes and sporadically, All right. something around there. Well, two two questions for you then, and I think I know the answer yeah. to one of them. Um, so we'll start with the one I think I know the answer to. What is your favourite game that we've covered so far? Hmm. Uh, hmm. I don't. Uh, why don't you answer first? Because I'm I'm not actually a hundred percent sure. I'm trying to think what we've done. So we've done GTA Four, Grim Fandango, Halo, MGS Two, Tony Hawk, Final Fantasy, Batman, and Goldeneye. If I was going to answer that well, question first, I'd say Final Fantasy Nine's been my favourite so far. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, that's not going to be mine. No. But it's between two for me. It's between MGS Two and Goldeneye. My my guess would have been um, Goldeneye for you. Yeah, and it's it's between those two. Okay. Um. I mean, now I'd say Goldeneye, but I think generally speaking, if you'd have asked me six months ago, it'd been MGS two. Yeah. And maybe in the future again, it would be MGS two. Um, but because we've just done Goldeneye, I think it's fresh in my mind, sure. and I had a really good time with it. Okay. So yeah. Um, yeah I'd say it's it's either of those two yeah okay in fact I've got two more questions for you right. what is the game on this list that you're most looking forward to Ooh. Um, or, that's really or do, do, do you want me to answer, ask you maybe an easier one so you can think about that one yeah what's the game you're least looking forward to I mean it's going to be something like there are certain games on this list that are just not my thing. Like the sports games. And yeah, so so the American sports games, for example. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of field sports games, even British field sports games. Yeah. And I don't really know anything about American field sports games, so they're going to be lost on me. So we're, we're going to have to <laughs> find a way to discuss something in, the, in those episodes. I'll pull you but, um, I know a fair bit about American football, so we should be all right. Yeah, you, you, can, you can lead the way. I'll just chime in with a, a yes or a grunt every now and again. Um, yeah, and, and the other ones that I've, I've, I've mentioned a couple of times are things like Civilization, which are just not my games. Um, yeah. And there's, there's two of them on this list. So they're the ones that I'm not looking forward to because... I just can't muster up any excitement for them. I don't know if I'm going to have a lot to say about them. They're not my things. But then there are games on this list that I think are just outright bad. Yeah. That okay. uh, that shouldn't be there for a different reason. Mm-hmm. So I've got feelings about those as well. Okay. So 
that's my my the ones I'm least looking forward to. I've got it down to three. Um, I can't say which one it is, so there'll be interesting episodes. But if you listen to the last of us episode, you'll know that I'm Uncharted not really looking two. forward to Uncharted two. Um, yeah, and the other two is uh, The Witcher three, mainly because I've tried to play that game about three times and I just can't get into it. Um, so that'll be interesting. And then the other one is Persona Five Royal because after looking at how long it takes to complete that game, it's something like ninety six or ninety seven hours, isn't it? Um, yeah, and uh, Persona Four is just as long, but my understanding is that um, from a lot of Persona fans, that Persona Four is the better game. Okay. So, so that would be kind of lessened by that. Um, what was what was the middle one you said? Uh, Witcher 3. See, I think after you've played about, uh, I don't know, five to ten hours of that, it's a really, the initial curve of that game is really, it's it's really um, complex to begin with. Mm. And it's uh, it's a lot to kind of get your head around. My brother recently played The Witcher 3. He had exactly the same reaction, but he persisted. And after about maybe seven to ten hours... He started really enjoying it. I've done about four so, hours before, but it, I just always drop off with interest. But I think that's just me in general with RPGs, like old RPGs, like the Final Fantasy series. I never have any problem with. Um, but I think new, new style RPGs, I just I really struggle to get into them. So I mean, and it goes to say that the the t- two of the three games I've just said there are both RPGs. So. It'll be interesting to see, but hopefully I'll be able to get into it a bit easier than I have done in the past. But yeah, and I, I know for a lot of people that's, uh, you know, it's sacrilege for me to say that because I know The Witcher 3 is so highly rated. I love I love The Witcher books and I love um, Witcher 2 and Witcher 3. Well, I mean, Witcher 1, I've never managed to get through. Well, I know C- CD Projekt Red are a really, really good developer as well. Um, and the amount of hype that's being put across for um, Cyberpunk 2077 is, you know, is enough to go by. And the fact that they, they, they're basically a triple A studio, but they're not. Oh, they're hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? AAA studio. They, they are, yeah, but they've got like a bit of an indie feel about them. They, they're, they, it's because they're not, they're not under the wing of a publisher in the same way. That, yeah. Uh, other other companies are they're, they're based so they in can Iceland, kind of do they? their own thing. Is it Iceland? They're based Norway? in Poland. 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 Yeah, which is <laughs> where the, the Witcher. Witcher. Yeah, yeah, the Witcher books are originally from Poland, so um, they're based in Poland. And I mean, I I just think the attention to detail in those games, and this is why I think you'll like them, is because you may you may have difficulty with the actual the 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 um the structure of the gameplay and that, but I think you'll enjoy the themes. And the story, I think, because it's. I, I think the last time I played it, I got to the point where you take control of um, what's her name? Is it Siri, or something? Yeah, Siri, which is yeah. Uh, where you take control of her for the last time, and then I just put it down and I didn't pick it back up. Um, so yeah, it will be interesting to to see where that one goes. Um, yeah, and the other question: Which game do you think you're looking forward to the most? Um, I would probably, I mean, I'm just going to chuck five in there because, um, I I think it's really hard to, to pick just one. Mm -hmm. Now I'm looking forward 
and these aren't necessarily what I'm looking forward to replaying because I think I'd be happy replaying them anyway. But I'm looking forward to getting your opinions, I suppose, yeah. on um, certain games. Same, same. Now I know that there's, I know there's games on this list that um, you're not a big fan of, <laughs> um, and I think if you can get past the initial hurdle yeah. with them, I think you might enjoy them a bit more than you think you will. You may not love them, sure, but. I think you might you may enjoy them a bit more than you think you will. So I'm quite I'm kind of looking forward to the Resident Evil Four episode. Okay. Um, for me and for you because I just love that game anyway. So yeah, so I've any excuse to replay it. It's just, I just yeah I just love it. I think it's um, I think it's one of the finest survival horror games, and it really kind of, I mean, it opened the door to action survival horror games, but it did it right. Whereas yeah. everything afterwards kind of did it wrong. Um, <laughs> so it definitely opened the doors to some bad things as well but um yeah so that's one of them um i'm looking forward to see some of the games that i think are the best games on the list i'm not so much looking forward to because i think our discussions i think i know how our discussions will be about them for example metal gear solid 3 yeah for sure we're gonna say there'll good be no surprises yeah so i know what to expect with that one so it's gonna be enjoyable but i'm not I'm not necessarily intrigued to see what you think of it because I know what you think. Yeah, of it. for sure. Um, now Majora's Mask is is, is going to be one of them because not only do I want to see what you think of it and how you think it ranks compared to other Zelda games. I know you've played a bit of it in the past, mm. but also because it's it's either my first or second favorite game of all time. Right. So I like the themes depend- of Majora's Mask. I it's just think it's. Yeah, it's so dark, and that's why I like it. I mean, I like dark themes in games. Mm. It's uh, it's one of the I, I like atmosphere in games, and to me, that's just a very atmospheric game. Um, right, I'm going to keep thinking. So, what 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 are some of the ones that you're really looking forward to on the list? Um, so similarly to you, I've I've got a few that I'm really looking forward to, and. One of them is because I want to get your opinion on it, and we've tried to play it twice so far, but we've not managed to do it. It's Portal Two. Um, oh yeah. Just because I, th- I think it's such a good game, and the fact that they've got Stephen Merchant um, as a voice actor in there, I think makes it fantastic. Um, and to be fair, the first Portal game is very good as well, but I think Portal Two is just it, it's quality. It's Valve at its best. Um, I've also. I also am looking forward to playing Majora's Mask as well, just because I've played a bit of it in the past. I've never completed it. I've never completed a Zelda game, but from what I've played of Majora's Mask, I I don't mind it too much. Um, and the other two that I'm looking forward to are games that I've not played, and I'm not sure that you've played either, but I'm looking forward to because they're quite highly uh, rated amongst gamers. Uh, one of them being Undertale. I've heard pretty much nothing but good things about that which came out a few years ago and the other one's chrono cross ah uh, yeah so um undertale i might have bought it on my switch but i don't think i've played it um i bought it when it came out on the switch but i don't think i've played it yet um and i'm also looking forward to chrono cross um i i kind of i didn't play them at the time but there's something about ps1 rpgs that I feel like modern RPGs miss. Yeah, I agree. So I'm looking forward to that one as well. I think that'll be a good one. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm playing a PS1 RPG at the moment, which is like a horror RPG called Kadelka. That's that's a lot of fun. Petscop. <laughs> <laughs> so anyone that doesn't know what Petscop is, it's, it's this uh, it's YouTube. Pasta, yeah, it's 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 this set of YouTube videos which which claim to be um, a PS1 game which is haunted, and this person plays through. A lot of effort's gone into it, and it's it, it, it's it's intriguing and weird and. Um, okay, so so another another game that I'm really looking forward to is uh, Bioshock. Okay. So what what what's what's your background with Bioshock? Very quickly. I've only played Bioshock Infinite. Um, I played it when it came out on PlayStation Plus about four or five years ago. I thought it was alright. I thought it was good. Uh, but I've always heard that Infinite is is very good. I don't think it's aged well in terms of fans' opinions of it. But I've always been told the first stand it. two Bioshock games were the better ones. In uh, is it Rapture? So Rapture's uh, yeah, the underwater city of Bioshock and Bioshock Two. Yeah. Um. So I've not, I've not touched them before. I've already bought them in preparation for when we when we cover cover them, we'll cover it. Um. But yeah, I'm I, I, I'm looking forward to those. I think it'll be interesting. I love I love Bioshock and I love Bioshock Two. I can't stand Bioshock Infinite. Hmm. I don't like it at all because well, and I think we talked about what order we play the Bioshock games in, um, and I think we should play Bioshock first because it kind of sets the table for Bioshock Infinite. And the problems that I have with Bioshock Infinite are compounded when you compare it to Bioshock because there's a lot taken out of it. Which is my problem with it. So that'd be another one for me. Okay. Um, and I think Mass Effect Two is one that I'm looking for. Well, is one one that I'm looking forward to. Sure. Okay. So that's my fourth one, and finally, San Andreas. Yeah. I love San Andreas. I I, I enjoy it's... the the PS2 GTA games. But I just don't think they've aged particularly well, and I'm really not looking for. I've said it to you before. I'm really not looking forward to going back to GTA Three. Yeah, I think the older ones have aged worse, but they're all they're all here on this list to some degree or yeah. another. Well, I mean, Vice City is one of my favourite games of all time. Um, yeah. So I, I can't say too much. And the amount of hours that I put into San Andreas when I was younger, you know, must be hundreds of hours. I used to play it a lot, but. I've completed it about four or five times. I think it's my least favourite out of the um, out of the 3D universe of GTA games, uh, the PS2 era. It. But it'll be interesting to go back to it. Yeah, I mean, San Andreas is, is for me, in my top 10 games ever, mm. which is, uh, I mean, obviously that's how big it is for me. I, I really, really love that game. I can't really express <laughs> how much yeah. I like that game. Um, so this kind of leads us naturally on to... Um, just, just a brief discussion on, so what we're going to do after we finish the main series, and we, we may well branch out in other directions as well. I mean, you mentioned films. I think we've briefly discussed that in the past. So maybe we'll, we'll, we'll go down different avenues. Uh, we're definitely going to look at some more games after this. Um, but what we're definitely going to do is basically there are going to be 10 um, games that we think should be on the top 100 list that are not there yeah so we're each going to pick 10 and we're both going to play them we're going to do additional episodes based on those 10 games and maybe we'll do um a listener poll as well of games that are not there that you think 
should be there and we'll play each of those 10 as well. Definitely. Um, it, I think that'd be good to do. It's hard to get it down to 10 because, I mean, I've, I've been writing a list um, for a while since we started basically and i mean on my list of games that i'm i want us to play afterwards i've got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve i'm, I'm at 14 so shaving that down to 10 is going to be difficult but i think I, i'm really looking forward to doing that it won't be for a long time yet because we've got so much to do we've still got another yeah it won't, it won't be till next year sometime maybe even further i imagine <laughs> yeah I, I think i think it'll be around the latter half of next year i think if we if we if we keep if we keep going at this pace i think maybe the the very latter half of next year um but but yeah we we we're, we're going to um we're going to pick and and like you said it is it's not easy to pick those 10 games mm. i mean i've i've got i feel like i could put 70 or 80 games within mm. that 10 but i th- i think we 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 agreed that it's not necessarily our favorite games that are missing from the list, but it's kind of, again, games that we want the other person yeah, to, experience, to experience that we think we're going to have a good conversation about. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've already mentioned so, to you, haven't I? And you're just like, really? I was like, you're going to lie to me? <laughs> I think uh, my, my response to a few of the ones that you've mentioned is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> It'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be interesting, and 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 we do we do our best to go into these, even if um even if we're not looking forward to the games, we we do our Objective. best to go in with, yeah, with fresh eyes and not to judge it too much before we we play it. I mean, you'll have heard the Last of Us episode by now, and I had a bit of a, a turnaround with that one, so it just shows that we are going into this with fresh eyes and that we're trying to be as objective as possible one more thing that i want to cover before we wrap up um, yep. is something that you and me have discussed but we've not really brought up when talking with an audience is we've only done one nintendo game on this list so far um yes. which isn't even a first party nintendo game uh it was goldeneye on the n64 which was you know developed by rare um there is a reason that we haven't done many Nintendo games yet, and it's basically just due to the fact that I don't have many Nintendo consoles. I was looking at getting a Nintendo Switch, um, but at the moment, in the current climate with COVID-19, the the possibility of picking up a Switch is pretty much zero right now. They're out of stock yeah. everywhere. I read an article yesterday on Game Ranks um, saying that they're hoping by summer the... Um, the shortage should be sorted and we can look look ahead to getting switches again um but i i need to pick up a nintendo switch and i also need to pick up a wii u really um yeah which you've got both of the only nintendo consoles i've got are a gamecube a 3ds and a nintendo 64 so that's the reason we haven't covered many nintendo games at the moment let's think about wrapping up uh, so where can people get in contact with us if they would like to get in contact with us? If you want to tweet us when our account's live again, we are at the long short of. Um, as Dan said at the start of the podcast as well, we are on YouTube, on Dan's YouTube channel, The Subtext. Yes. Um, feel free to leave comments on there, subscribe. I know that it isn't just our podcast that go on Dan's channel. There are a lot of other things no. as well. Wow. There are sporadically other things yeah. when I can do them, but there are. I mean, uh, I continue doing. Obviously, we do the podcast, but I continue working on reviews at the same time. But inevitably, they take a lot longer to put together 
because <laughs> I'm a bit of a perfectionist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, leave a comment and um, and we will, of course, uh, bear in mind your feedback. Um, we I don't know if we've got an email account, but we, we should definitely set something up. Okay, so what, what's, what's that if people want to, get, want to get in touch? The long and short of it podcast at hotmail.com. And I'm guessing we've not actually received any emails yet. Don't think so. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to sign in now, and apparently there's a problem with my Microsoft account, and oh. I need to. I, I don't know. Uh, You're gonna have the same problem that I did earlier. Oh God. Um, right. Let's let's sign off there. Um, so I have been Dan. You have been Lawrence. I have. And we will see you on the next proper game video. See you then. Yeah, I don't know what it will be, but we'll see you then. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yep. Yeah. Bye.